Why is recorded in front of a live studio audience. I'm upset I'm only finding about this now because these are either perfect guests for the show. Um, I found out an article of things to get mom. Okay. So, and I would like to get these from my mom simply to just see her face when these pop up. Um, mm-hmm. One is actually one called a burrito pop. Which a is burrito for, pop? Uh, yes. Oh. It is a container. Mm-hmm. You put your burrito in and then you can twist it. And you always have the problem when you get to the bottom that the burrito falls apart. Right. No more. It's in a thing that uses a pop. Um, The other one is a uh, banana device that lets you. Nope. I don't want to hear about it. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. How did Make Love Not Porn, what, what was the initial idea behind this? How did this come to be? So Make Love Not Porn started in 2009 when our CEO and founder, Cindy Gallup, gave what ended up being a viral TED Talk. Um, she is in her 60s and sleeps with men mostly in like their 20s and has been doing so for a long time and was like why am I having the same sex with like all of these men which was very like porn informed and just very you know staccato if you will Um, (laughs) yes so she gave this viral TED talk where I'm pretty sure that she's the only person to say come on my face on the TED stage which she did six times um just talking Jane about are we anyway <laughs> anyway i'll have to check that after five, this. five right. times with um, service. Yeah. um but she gave this talk about how porn was becoming the de facto sex education especially with more and more access to the internet this was also in 2009 so i think that she was really ahead of her time um with that kind of observation about sex education and porn and kind of the intersection between those and she just had an outpouring of responses from people all over the world who really related to her message in Make Love Not Porn of this talk that she gave. And so she started uh, makelovenotporn.tv, which is a website that's a social sex video sharing platform um, that's entirely user generated and human curated. So what that means is that we have people from all around the world submitting the real world sex videos that they have in their everyday lives. So if porn is like the Hollywood blockbuster, then we're the documentary. Um, And every single video is watched from beginning to end by our team of curators. Um, I'm the head of curation. And we, yeah, people share literally from all around the world, ranging in ages from like 20s to 70s, which is really amazing. Um, Just showing what their real world sex looks like, you know, when there isn't really a camera there to normalize and affirm and just show, show more examples of what sex can look like. So how often when you're viewing a video, do you find yourself like cranking your neck or do you go home like from looking at different angles and going like, God, I need a massage and I need to try that. 
<laughs> that is a great question. Um, so I think that we've trained a lot of people to film horizontally. That's like a big thing. <laughs> yes. um, so I actually don't crave my neck that much. That's a really funny question. But there, there are times where like the camera's moving and I find my body kind of watching, <laughs> but not as often as you would think. They're all pretty good at filming horizontally. And we really encourage people to just like set it and forget it. So like put, put a pot, uh, not a podcast, a um, tripod up or, or just like put your camera against something and then just leave it and don't edit. Like we want all of those weird moments that people would kind of edit out and feel self-conscious about. Like I want the deep throat coughing. I want the cat jumping on the bed. I <laughs> yes. want the bottle of lube flying across the room. <laughs> I want the camera dying. Like all of those moments that we all experience in our sexuality and don't really see that frequently. Like that's what we love and make love not porn. That's so interesting. And it's, it seems like it's, the response is pretty great from folks. Like you said, that it kind of instantly was, was around the world. Yeah. And if this is, and I think you mentioned as well, this is not just heteronormative sex. This is every gender, every definition of a person it just everything is on here and no matter what your proclivities are that is there and is well represented there yeah I mean I think that we could always be more diverse I think that everyone could but we are really grateful to um, have quite an array of different kinds of real world sex on make love not porn from all kinds of people um, so it's really you know wonderful because we I I don't think that I, I and make love not porn doesn't think that sex is a particular thing, right? Like real world sex shouldn't be hierarchical. And if, if you're, if you're saying this is real world sex to me, great, <laughs> let's see it. Um, so it's not, it's not necessarily like one sexual act or one, you know, kind of sexual formation. We have throuples on the site. We have group sex. We have, you know, all different kinds of people and genders and ages and sexualities, like you were saying, which is really wonderful. And I think that, you know, the, the more diverse we get, the more diverse we can get. Cause I think that there's just so many ways to have sex that that's one of the exciting parts about my job is I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I've been here for like 10 years and I'm still learning things all the time. <laughs> Do you see still like certain trends for lack of a better term, like where suddenly all of a sudden you're getting a whole bunch coming in where I don't know whether it is a threesome or whatever it is. Um, That's a great question. I think that, well, with, the pandemic, we got a lot of uh, masturbation videos, which makes sense. Um, sense, And I think that people like we're passing the time with sex toys, which really makes sense. But I think that in terms of trends, Um, last year we published more threesome videos than we ever had, um, which was really cool. And I think that a lot of our make love, not porn stars, as we call them on the site, um, they, they learn from each other to do things. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it's like this, like media, like external kind of media force, but there was one couple that submitted a few videos of like fisting. And then all of a sudden we had all these fisting videos because like a bunch of other make love not porn stars had rented it. And like, I want to try that. (laughs) Um, So that was really cool to see. So there's some stuff like that that happens. That's kind of like um, like a wave of, of, activity on the site but it's pretty like within our community it's we have a really awesome. tight-knit community which is really amazing too it's awesome it's like ways it's like porn way ways porn 
<laughs> where like everyone's like sending in like oh there's this is happening now and then everyone's like oh okay we're gonna try that or we're gonna avoid that <laughs> yeah so in make love not porn we are pro-sex pro-porn pro-knowing the difference so we say that we're pioneering an entirely new category of social sex um because you know porn is really great but it is performative usually a choreographed scripted and it also is filmed really with the viewer in mind um when it make love not porn we really want to center the pleasure of um, the people having the real world sex so we we consider ourselves like adult content but we actually don't consider what we're doing porn it's this kind of entirely different category no it's like if you watch jim jarmish made a sex video essentially (laughs) yeah you know the indie film version right yeah exactly um you say on the website you know that you're you're cliche free but what if i just happen to be getting a pizza delivered (laughs) has stranger things happened I don't think we have a pizza delivery on this site, but what we mean by, you know, cliche free is just, we, we ask that everything is contextualized. So, you know, the, the come on my face example, right? Like facials are a very common trope in porn and we're not saying that we want to censor anything. So it's not about censorship. When we use the word curation, we, we really want the context. So if we have a couple that comes in and they're like, you know, we just think facials are the hottest thing in the world. I really love the feeling of, you know, X, Y, Z, then that's completely okay. And we are happy to publish that. It's just more about having the context behind that. So maybe, you know, they woke up really horny and maybe they put the kids to bed. We have a lot of parents on Make Love Not Porn, but we just really want to see the broader kind of context for the real world sex that's happening. Because in porn, you know, sex is happening in this like weird vacuum where like you get the pizza (laughs) delivery and then all of a sudden there's like very close up penetration. And that isn't really how sex happens in real or life pizza so, gets, gets or delivered pizza delivered in real right. life yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> very true um, <laughs> so we're just really about adding context to everything that people see and experience i know on the website i and I, i'm assuming it was you that wrote this said that one of the worst part of my job are the rare instances where i have to turn down a video because it quite mm-hmm. does, doesn't quite fit what we're doing what does that mean exactly because i feel like you're asking people to take kind of a leap of faith in filming mm-hmm. themselves and posting that. Um, but then that like, did we do this wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we have a couple of like rules on Make Love Not Porn um, to submit a video. So one is that um, we have two forms of government ID per participant, right? So someone can only submit one ID, then unfortunately they can't go further in the publication process. Um, We also, you know, require that there's no copyright audio, which is a really big um, like Mm. obstacle for a lot of people. A lot of people have great, very sexy playlists, but we can't publish anything with copyright audio for legal reasons. So that's definitely a big, um, probably the most frequent reason that we reject videos. And then we also require that videos be three minutes in length at minimum. Um, So sometimes we'll just get like a 10 second, you know, very close up shot happening and we, we don't publish that. Or it's like really dark and you can't really see anything. Um, But it's pretty unusual that we don't publish for like the content itself. It's usually something around those situations. Exactly. And we also ask that things are exclusive to make love, not porn. So sometimes people will submit a video that's like, 
clearly on another site and clearly kind of a different context. And, and we'll deny that. And, you know, frequently when something is denied for it being too short or like too close up, you know, I, I, we have a how-to guide. I'll explain why it was denied. And we, we really encourage people to submit again. So a no isn't a never, it's just maybe not this exact video. Um, I think that also people who might be doing this for the first time, which is like the majority, majority of people on my club, not porn are people who don't, you know, really do this in other circumstances. Um, maybe their, their impulse is to film like a really close up penetration shot to be like, sex is happening. Look, and we'll be like, <laughs> it's okay, real. amazing. It looks like so much fun, but maybe pull the camera back. <laughs> right. Um, so we, we really offer like tips to, we want you to be on the so we we try to like get you there as, as much as we can do you want editing or do you want like a brian de palma just one take for um, 15 minutes I, and it's going downstairs and the whole thing i love a one take um it really depends i think that some people you know we have some like really beautiful film making kind of vibes on make love not porn and that's really amazing too um it's just up to people's preference their technical skills like i you know it, it's kind of how they want to represent the real world sex so for some people that means like a very beautiful like 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 setting the scene of like, you see the French roast and then you see, you know, it's in black and white and it's really beautiful. So I'm here for that too. But I think that for like lack of a barrier to entry, it can just kind of be easy to set it, leave it and then watch it back. Um, We also are totally fine with people being anonymous on Make Love Not Porn, which is pretty different. Um, And so a lot of people will use like blurring technology to edit their faces out. Um, or, you know, wear masks or, or wigs or costumes. So that isn't necessarily editing in that context that sometimes people will edit, you know, where, where their faces are shown in the videos that they're submitting as well. You mentioned that you have some, what you referred to as uh, make love, not porn stars. Are there any performers that when you get that new video, you're like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. Who are your favorites? Um, that's a great question. So we also don't refer to our make love not porn stars as like performers, because ideally what they're doing is they're not performing for a camera, right? They're just doing what they kind of do in their everyday. Um, I don't, I I like, I, I, this sounds so cheesy, but I really do like love everyone that submits to make love not porn. I just feel so I mean, it is such a leap of faith. And it's doing something so vulnerable that I just implored by all these people that do it. And I think that you know, the majority of our make love not porn stars are like, you know, people you see at the grocery store, (laughs) which is really amazing. It's very much everyday people. I think I get really excited when, you know, someone hasn't submitted in a really long time and I'm like, oh my God, how are they doing? Um, That's really exciting to me to kind of touch base with people. Like we have, we have someone who submitted last week that I haven't seen since like 2016. So that was very exciting. Has their repertoire um, changed? Um, she is submitting with a new partner. Yeah. So sometimes that'll happen or like people will break up and take their videos down, which you can do on make love, not porn. And then they'll submit with a new partner years later. Like that's very exciting. So it's very easy to get me excited about what's in our curation. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to be excited about. It'd be tragic. It'd be so tragic. And you're like, Oh, more here they go again yeah exactly (laughs) we're seeing things that are like 
I don't know, like we make love, not porn is international. So it's really, I'm like, wow, that was an amazing, like there's like a beautiful video and like a waterfall in Thailand. Like they, you know, it's really Mm, amazing to like go, (laughs) go digitally exploring through all these amazing places that people are having really hot sex in. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. Do you find that there are, I know we've kind of talked about like the sort of the what's in from within the community, but even traveling to, to other places, I do you say, uh, if you like, even if you didn't know where it came from, you'd go, yep, that's from Germany. <laughs> um, I don't think my geography is that good. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think that, you know, we, we don't have enough of people internationally where I feel like I have like a great sense of their like sexual national identity, but I would love to get there eventually. It's fascinating. (laughs) It is fascinating. One of the other things that's super interesting about the site is like you hear with regular porn, them saying, you know, the internet killed it all that it came down to scenes, not films. And it just, and, and the way to monetize it is very, very difficult. And you the website seems to have put together a really nice way to monetize it for the people in the videos to get paid to sort sort of get shown from, Oh, people are liking this. People are responding to this. Um, It seems like a really simple idea, but one that doesn't seem to have completely caught on. Yeah, absolutely. So make love, not porn um, operates entirely in a revenue sharing business model. So anytime a video is rented, half of that goes back to the make love, not porn star, um, which we've been that way from the beginning of a 50 50 revenue split. And you're exactly right. Like I think that in porn, you know, you get paid up front and then that video can be, you know, viewed hundreds of thousands of times and there's no royalty. You just get that upfront payment. And so on Make Love Not Porn, we really wanted to, you know, be a side hustle or, you know, ideally a, a job for people. So we we operate in that 50-50 revenue split. And that is another kind of example of how we aren't, we don't operate with sex being like hierarchical in any way. Like every video is valued the same amount. It's $5 per rental for three weeks of unlimited viewing, and then you can rent again. Um, or we also have a couple of different subscription models or like bundles of credits, but every video is valued the same. Um, and then we operate like the 50-50 payout split, which I mentioned, and we do payouts every month. So, you know, one video can go on to make, you know, it can be rented hundreds, thousands of times. So I think that it, it is a really different business model, which is kind of surprising to me as well, just because it, it does seem kind of simple. Um, but we we really want, we do and want to show that we value our Make Love Not Porn stars so much. And so um, we're really grateful to be able to contribute financially what we are able to. And we had a lot of Make Love Not Porn stars who, you know, were laid off in the pandemic and we're like, thank God I had this, you know, revenue yeah. coming in. 
And yeah, I, I just feel really grateful that we are able to pay our Make Love Not Porn stars like consistently. And I hope that we get bigger and are able to give them, you know, a fuck ton more money. <laughs> but they deserve it. <laughs> so I know when this is my personal, when shows like Girls came out and they were like, we're going to make all the sex seem real. And it wasn't sexy. But yet this concept, for some reason, does sound sexy so what do you think it is about that like the true reality of it taking away all the smoke and mirrors like I feel like you either got to go full smoke and mirrors or full full real like that in between is just awful in my opinion but what do you think it is about people wanting to just break it down and just see the raw just naturalness of it yeah I mean I think that people are really curious about other people right like that's why we read books that's why we watch television I think that we seek out these like narratives of kind of other people and we're very curious and we like people um so I think that having this like erotic window into all these people's sex lives I think is very I think that it's it's very it's a lot of things I think that it can obviously be like tantalizing and erotic but I also think that it can be very educational I think it can be very affirming I think it can be very eye-opening like I think that people when they're seeing you know for the first time maybe people like hysterically laughing during sex right like we don't really get to see that in media depictions or when we see people you know just have those like silly goofy moments or have really moving moments where people are talking about like how much they love each other or I think it's also an opportunity to unlearn a lot of the kind of harmful tropes that a lot of us have absorbed about sex like sex education in this country is really fucking awful and so I think that you know we're not seeing joyous depictions of like women you know people going down on women or women asking for things or different kinds of orgasms or what actual squirting looks like, or, you know, all of these things that we've all heard about, maybe, maybe all of us have heard about, but we haven't really seen actual depictions of it. So I think that people are really intrigued when they come to our site of just being like, oh, oh, this is what sex is. This is what sex could be. Like, thank you so much for showing this. Now I know. Um, We have comments on our videos, which are um, also human curated. We go through every comment and tailor it to make Love Not Porn Stars preferences. But overwhelmingly, the most frequent comment is thank you. I think just for showing that. Yeah, it's very cool. What is the submission rate like? How many videos are you looking at in a day to approve? That's a great question. Um, We publish at least a video a day. Um, Last week, I think we published like 25. So it's about um, five-ish a day that we're we're looking at. And um, we have a team of three curators. So we're very busy. (laughs) Yeah. Is there a particular time of day or time of year where your submissions just go up? Is it around holidays, higher or lower? And which holiday? Um, holidays are a little hornier I think um like around Christmas and then um Valentine's Day we got a bunch of submissions um I think like Arbor Day you're not really like skyrocketing (laughs) uh no so far no but maybe you should pioneer that (laughs) we will we'll get the word out yeah Um, May is also masturbation May. And so we get a lot of like me time, which is what we call our masturbation videos around May. Um, so there's definitely, you know, there's definitely sexier times of years. So are the 20 year olds any better? 
have you heard from the founder? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, I mean, she's been doing it consistently for a reason. So yeah, (laughs) I think that that points to yes. (laughs) I figured it out. It's not the same anymore. (laughs) Are any members of the Make Love Not Porn team uh, contributors as well as editors behind the scenes? Or do you try not to kind of have, I'm, trying to think of a better phrase than church and state and I can't. So I <laughs> mixed, apologize. Mixed business with pleasure. Thank you. That's much better. <laughs> church and state is also where my head went. So <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we, at this point in time, we're a really small team. We're five people. Um, and so we decided to kind of keep that separation of church and state at this point, just because, you know, we're doing all the social media, we're doing all the email marketing. We just didn't want to get, um, you know, like give people too much space or not enough space or we just, you know, wanted to keep that separate at this time. I feel like it would be too close for comfort. Like you'd come yeah. in the next day and be like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. <laughs> if it's just someone you see in like the wine aisle at the grocery store, it's a little less awkward than the person you sit next to at the office every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny. Like we did, um, we went to this, we did, we were part of this documentary a couple of years ago and two Make Love Not Porn star couples came out um, to be like in this documentary. And I met them for the first time in person. And, you know, we've been emailing for years. I've been watching their videos for years. When I met them, I was like really struck by the fact that one of them was a runner. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you were a runner. And I was like, why would I know that? (laughs) I see this like really particular slice of your life, but I feel like I know you really well. And that was a kind of funny moment for me of being like oh I I do know these people in this context but I actually don't know what like anyone does I don't know what their hobbies are but I can tell you like when they moved apartments when they moved their bed over you know so it's a really particular window that you're seeing into these people's lives well yeah you know things their friends and families don't know but I don't know anything that their friends and family do right which is (laughs) so it's like a funny inverse yes Unless they start chasing each other around the bedroom, they'd be like, oh, you are a runner. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) But it is sweet. We do know some things. Like there's one couple that started submitting to us, um, Drew and Cece. They're a really great couple. And they started submitting to us when Cece was actually pregnant. And so when Cece had the baby, we're all very excited. Um, We found out and it was a very joyous moment. So there definitely is a lot of community around make love not porn it's just funny that you don't know these kind of like you know what would be on a dating profile like I'm a runner I love reading right. I, you know. <laughs> which really make love not porn is what should be on the dating profile yeah so exactly just gonna get right to it it's like watch <laughs> this if you want to know what I'm about the rest we can figure out later <laughs> exactly check us out on all the various socials be sure to visit our website and don't forget to leave us a review today's show is produced by myself and heidi hegquist our reluctant producers are john survey and sandy stone our willing producers are rachel allen and randy Jeanette. our intern is zach jackson this was for philippe thanks for joining us flash we're coming home
Nigel, is that you? Are you here? Nigel, 